You are tuned into the Tribe T Podcast with Naja the Voodoo Child. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Tribe T Podcast. So this episode is going to be a little bit on the shorter side. So it is going to be premiering on YouTube as well. So shout out to all of the YouTube listeners. Today's episode is going to be a little bit on the triggery side, okay? Um, that's why I'm premiering this a little bit later in the night. Um, we are on Eastern Standards. So it's probably not that late for you. But I did want to hold out on this just so we can get a little bit more of a late night crowd because I do want to give you guys a trigger warning. Our episode today is about a narcissistic partner or being in a relationship with a narcissist and some triggering things like uh, domestic abuse, um, manipulation, just things like that. You know, just if stuff like that triggers you, maybe this is not the episode, okay? I got your um, entry and I was really interested. I haven't had anybody talk about um, their dealing with narcissists or anything like that on the podcast yet. How did you meet this person? Because I know they don't always start out as the bad guy, you know? It's literally things that you say all the time on your channel. I met this guy through an online um, app. I forgot the name of it. It was just a random one. Oh, Lord. You don't even remember the name. all the time. <laughs> what is that? Just like the thing, would you just be on a lot of apps at that time? Like a lot of dating apps? Uh, no, probably only about three or four. Okay. But this happened to be the only one that I actually met someone through. Okay, so you met him through the dating app. Now, did he automatically just want to meet? Did you guys talk for a little bit? Um, initially, like uh, I'm the type of person where I like to take things slow. I'm never the type to just oh I'll meet you like after talking to you for three days. I've never been like that. Mm-hmm. But with him, like he said, well, okay, since you don't like to go fast and stuff, I can wait until meeting you. But it's like I could tell that he was trying to pressure me into meeting him. So we never met, like, super, super quick. But, yeah. like, I could kind of just tell, like, oh, something, something's off. Yeah, he was being a little too pushy too early. Like, yeah. was did you guys have a um an age difference? No, he was only, a, I believe, like, a year and a couple of months. Okay. Um, After, so when did you finally feel comfortable enough to meet him in person? Uh, I'll say after a few months, okay. uh, we actually met up. He didn't seem like too bad of a person. He actually seemed literally too good to be true, which oh, is Lord. a classical narcissist. Right. <laughs> so what did he, what was the points that he talked? Cause I know like narcs tend to talk themselves up and stuff. So like on the first date, did he show signs of being like very into himself or anything like that? Um, no, he was very covert with it. So, like, you have, like, just narcs that are, like, just very overt with it, like, just self-absorbed to fool of themselves. Right. But he, on the other hand, he was very low-key with it. So, he'll, like, not make it seem like, oh, like, I think I'm the best and all it is. Like, he'll just make slight remarks, you know, or it's kind of like you're being just a little bit, like, conceited, you know. Like, he'll just make... Like remarks like, oh, yeah, and, like, I'm so glad I was raised with good manners or, oh, I'm glad that, you know, I know how to respect people. Like, it's just normal things that you just want stage is out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Did he ever say things or do things that just, like, did not make sense or, like, you knew for a fact wasn't the truth? Yeah, um, 
So for an example that I actually just brought up with a friend not too long ago, he was what he would call like a car enthusiast or like an auto auto mechanic. But I quickly learned to find out this dude knew absolutely nothing about cars at all. And he only wanted to like make it seem like, you know, he was into auto mechanics just for, I guess, the reputation. I have no idea. Oh my God. Like, how did that even come up? Like, that's so (laughs) random. Like, how did that skill set even come up to where he'd be like, oh, yeah, I do that? Like, right? Like, at the time, I'm just like, no one would really just lie about so, like, so many mundane things. You know, like, it's not even with auto mechanics. They'll be like, I don't, I don't know, like, it'll just, like, he'll lie, like, I'll ask him, like, oh, what color is the grass? He'll lie and say it's purple or something, like, I can clearly see it's green. Like, it'll just be, like, just the smallest things, and, like, I wouldn't even really suspect, like, oh, maybe he's not into cars, or maybe he's lying, because I'm like, why would you need to lie? To lie, right. Like that? It makes no sense. So, like, did you guys end up actually dating? Yeah, um, for a year and a half, actually, oh, it was wow. a complete train wreck, <laughs> like a complete train wreck. Well, when did you, because obviously, like I said earlier, things start off good, and then true colors come out. So, like, when in the, like, relationship part did you notice, okay, you know, he got some certain particular personality traits, let's just say that. Yeah, so it was actually, I'll say, like, towards like the very end of our relationship but just after us I just noticed a lot of stuff about him in my head I I, I just gotta go <laughs> like I can't put up with it anymore but like, I actually wrote a journal like just journaling about the relationship because the thing with dealing with narcissists like I told my friend it's like a lot of people you'll hear stories about people being with these abusers or people that are emotionally mentally abusive to people manipulating them but it's like while you're in a relationship itself you're just so blindsided so it's like you don't really notice until you take yourself outside of the relationship and midway I started journaling and I just came to a lot of conclusions like yeah like something is seriously wrong with this dude and like I deserve better than this and I'm just gonna leave yeah but yeah another um thing that narcissists tend to do is the they usually need to be praised a lot like was that a thing that he would do yeah um it'll be times where he'll literally just just make up like just random situations to be upset so that way i'll have to comfort him for it like just stupid things like he'll be like Oh, like, he'll literally take, like, okay, so, like, he'll take, like, a rack out of something purposely. He'll take it out, and then he'll come to me and say, oh, I lost this, and I don't know where it is, and, like, he'll just be in distress, but it's, like, the whole time, it's, like, you know where it is, you're just seeking attention, and, you know, like, you're just seeking, like, I guess, like, I I don't know, like, I don't understand the mindset of these people. I really don't. Was he, like, giving in the relationship at all? Like, did he give you gifts or? Yeah, it was a few times in a relationship where he gave me gifts and stuff. Just what he would say, just, I don't know, like, just for the sake of it. But then he'll turn around and he'll, like, use the gift that he bought me as leverage. So, say, you know, um, 
if like he's in the mood for sex or something. I'm like, no, I'm not in the mood. He's like, oh, so what about the time I bought you this and you what? can't even do that for me and I bought you this? Like, you can't even cook me food and I went out and bought you a whole dress. Like, you mean to tell me you can't do anything for me and I went out here and did all of this stuff for you? Like, it's, it's like sick it's really sick. that's that entitlement that sense of entitlement like i don't i don't know why but a lot of people that have like narcissistic personalities feel like you have to buy love or like it's a competition or like well you took those so i take this and it's like that's not how life goes did he have did he feel guilty about saying those things to you at all or like did he show any guilt at all no, like that's the like that's the messed up thing about it is that I've actually found this out through him. Like these people are fully aware of like what they're doing, not only to themselves but to other people, but they just don't care. Like it's all for self serving purposes. Yeah. I was gonna ask, did you ever see him do like certain little tricks on other people? Like little games on other people? Um, I've never seen him like in the act of doing it but it'll be times where he'll say um something to someone else you know like he can ha ha in her face and like oh i have your back and if you need me i'm here for you and then like he'll turn right back around when they're not in the room and like basically just slander them like wow like oh they're a piece of shit and oh like i'm only with them because maybe they'll blow up someday and i'll be there with them like just just stupid things you know and i'm just like you can't be serious right but he dead ass <laughs> that he yeah, said it with like his whole chest that's ass. how he like, feels he'll notice that you know all the things i'm saying normal people shouldn't say so he'll play it off as oh i'm just kidding you know I'm just yeah kidding, right? nah but you were like, dead serious no, right no. yeah yeah <laughs> you was dead ass oh my god uh so how did you how did you get out of this? Because if one thing I know about narcs is that they don't take losing well. So how did how did you manage to get out of this situation? Yeah, so it was multiple it was multiple times throughout the relationship where I blankly just told them I don't wanna do with this anymore. Like I deserve better, I don't need this. And right. like he would literally It'll be times where he would literally, like, up to love on me. So he'll be like, oh, oh hell no. let me get you this. I can get you this. Like, trying to buy my Yeah, love bombing you. Right. Buy me that. Right. Yeah. And stuff. And then, like, if that didn't work, then it would just turn into, like, full-blown, like, verbal and emotional abuse to where like, he'll just be, like, cursing me out, threatening my life, threatening to show up and, like, kill me and my family oh my if God. I didn't take him back. Saying like, oh, I'll hurt you, and by the time you call authorities, they won't be there to help you. If you don't take me back, I'll kill you, and like all of this crazy stuff, like, like serious insane, like insanity, literal insanity. And it was literally, um, like I literally had to move. I moved, changed my number, blocked him oh on all social networks. Because it's like, he knows, like, he knew, like, where I stayed. And the thing about these people is, like, they're deranged in a sense. And with him, he literally didn't care about any of the consequences to any of his actions, legal or not. Right. So I literally had to go no contact. And I am so sorry that happened. I can't even imagine you literally had to go completely ghost. Completely ghost. 
Yeah. This man is crazy. What did your family say? Like, how did your did? Because I'm sure you said he don't give a hell about consequences, and I know that shit probably seeped over at some point. Yeah, it's um, it's uh, like I didn't really mention it to my family because oh first of all, like around other people, like I've actually and like met. Oh, uh, I've actually allowed him to meet my family. Yeah. And he put on, you know, like a very the good show. Time himself, so right. I tried to talk to my family about it. But all I got is, oh, he seems like a good person. And oh, no, like, you mean to tell me, oh, no, not him. You know, it's like with these people, they put on a facade and they a do. persona to the outside world. So it would be like very unbelievable. But it's like, no, like behind closed doors, these people are mentally and <laughs> they are professional <laughs> showmen. Like life is a show for them. They are professional showmen. And I'm sorry your people didn't believe you. Like that is so crazy that he was on going that hard. Like that is crazy to me. Oh my goodness. Yeah, girl. Like these people just be oh. Well, he hasn't contacted me um, over text message or call or anything. Good. I haven't seen him because I literally moved out of the area. However, um, he knew, like, while I was in a relationship, I would read a lot of Reddit posts. So recently I've seen that, like, it was by him. He had his name in it. He sent a Reddit post trying to see if he could get in contact with me. Freaking And it was a post psycho. like, oh, I realized I messed up and... I'm sorry, just, like, call me, and, like, I literally just ignored it. Like, I literally just ignored it. So I'm like, wow, like, you literally couldn't get in contact with me in real life, so you literally went to Reddit, typed up a post to try and get, get my contact, right. my money up. Right, like, what in the hell right. is wrong with him? He really, he really thought it all through to try to get through. Yeah. That is so eerie. That's why I feel like it was easy for me compared to a lot of people that I've read online and seen videos for to get out of a relationship. Girl, I have a whole journal, like not not a few pages, but a whole journal about this narcissistic relationship. And it's um I can literally flip through a few pages. Yeah, it was um yeah, it was one time where he got mad and he literally started swerving my car. I let him drive my car one time just out of, you know, the fact that he didn't have one. And I allowed him Shocker. to drive with me in the car, of course. I didn't let him drive by himself. And he literally started swerving the car because I said something that upset him. What? And I wrote about that that was in the journal. Um, this would be a little bit kind of heavy, but... It was one warning, time um, where this dude literally told me that he didn't care about going to hell because he knew he was a bad person. Well, uh, well, and there I'm you go. Like, like I, I don't see how more honest it gets than that. Jesus. Right. Like, I told him this stuff. He's like, "Oh, so like, what is your but like, what is your belief? What's your religion?" I'm like, "Oh, well, personally, I don't have a religion, but I do believe that there is a God." And he's like, "Oh, well." When I was younger, I used to know I was going to hell and that I was a bad person. But since I was going to hell, it didn't matter. I'm like, who the hell says this? Right, who like, has that viewpoint this? of themselves? Like, that's crazy to me. Have you ever talked to, like, his parents before? No, because he's actually an orphan. Like, his mom mm. passed away when he was, I believe, 10 or 11, and he just never had a dad. And he was literally raised by his 
older sister and just his friends. Like, he had no actual upbringing. That could also contribute to whatever's going on upstairs, too. Still doesn't reason it and make it right at all. But definitely could see how that could mess somebody up in the head. But I know, like, narcissism is mainly, like, a personality trait and not so much a mental disorder. But the fact that bro thinks since he was a child that he's going to go to hell, like, something's not right. Yeah. Something ain't right. That is crazy. This man is like, crazy. It was literally just a whole shit show, but it's like it literally didn't unfold until I was already in it, yeah. which is kind of the sucky part. It's like, oh, if I would have known you were trash, I could have easily avoided this. But it's like, no, these people like do things and then uh, like mentally manipulate you to like make it seem like oh, well, maybe I'm tripping, like, I'm taking it the wrong way, maybe it isn't what it is, like, that type of thing, you know? But it's, like, just over time throughout the relationship, I realized that it's not the way that he was brought up. It may have a contribution to it, but, like, I talked to his friends on the side as well, friends that he's known since he was a little kid, and they said, like, he's just always been like this, like, it's not a phase. It's not like just oh well, my I lost my mom, so now I'm just like acting out. It's just like just embedded in him. Dude, that might not even be narcissism. That might be borderline. And I'm not trying to diagnose nobody. Look, I'm not no therapist or nothing. But that might yeah. even be like a borderline sociopath for real. You said you think you're going to hell. That is not a very grand thought of oneself. Like. Yeah. I don't, he might have more stuff going on than even him or his friends know. Cause I'm just glad that you don't got to deal with that no more. Cause that's scary. Like you didn't sign up for that shit. Oh yeah. It was one time where he had got his, this dog from his uncle. And at this time, before he got his car, like I used to just let him ride with me and like just use my car for a bit. Mm-hmm. And I woke up, we went to get this dog and stuff. And like, girl, like, I'm over here. Like, he went to get this dog. Like, I'm a, I'm an animal lover. I love dogs. I love cats. I just like yeah, same, animals same. in general. Yeah. So I, I'm excited when he went to go get this dog. And he, he's over there talking to his uncle and stuff like, oh, yeah, the dog is going to a good home and I can't wait to take him inside and feed him and play with him and all of this stuff, you know, just hyping it up. And then I get back, you know, thinking, oh, I can't wait till he, we get inside and play with the dog and stuff. Girl, no, we got back. Guess what he did? He took it to the backyard and changed his dog to a zip line and left the dog there. Like, no shit, no water, oh, no food, no. no nothing. Like, chained this dog to a zipline. And the only shed that this dog had looked like it was abandoned and wasn't used for, like, fucking 30, 40 years or something. Holy! Like, I kid you not. And, like, it's insane. Like, insane. <laughs> I just don't get what was the re- Like, what happened to the dog? The dog had ran away and... Before we got the dog, that's probably the best thing to happen to the dog. Dogs had a history of like running away or getting stolen and stuff, just making up lies. That's what I'm. Like once he got the dog, I realized that no, the dog ran away because he literally just abused these like these damn animals. 
like the dog would jump on him and stuff. He'll literally just like knock the dog to the ground. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Like, I'm finna call the people, right? On you or somebody. Like, no, what are you doing? That is so sick. So he got a history of messing with animals. He think he's going to hell. Um, Let me ask the audience. I don't know. I don't think that's a personality. That might be something else. That's scary. That is so scary. And how old is he? He um he's young. He's like twenty, uh, maybe twenty one now. I'm not sure, but he's like twenty twenty one. I mean, he still has some time. But like his friend said, if he's always been that way, I mean. He got about, what, like three or four years until he's just going to be how the hell he's going to be. So he's a lost cause. I'm I'm sorry. That might sound negative to some people listening, but that man sounds like a lost freaking cause and a danger to society. Like, just to be fucking blunt. That is crazy. Yeah, like, just, like I said, I wrote a whole journal about it. Just a few things that, his, that this dude has done is literally insane. And it was like when at the very beginning of the relationship, he would just bash his exes and say, oh, my exes love me. And, oh, like, just, like, making it seem like they're a bad person, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. um, I'm a good person. I don't know why people are just leaving me. But it's like, no, like, you're, you're fucking crazy. Like, you're literally insane. And it's sad. Like, it's literally sad because I'm like, this isn't his first relationship. This isn't his first time doing it like this. I'm just the only one to call him out on it. Right. And there may be some girl that will come along the line maybe a few months, like a year from now, that will think the same thing I thought. Oh, like, maybe, you know, he just had a bad upbringing and, like, oh, like, just trying to justify things that this dude has done. But no, like, this dude is fully aware of what he's doing. Right. Right. What um what advice would you give to somebody who is in that situation and may not know how to get out? Like what is something that maybe you wish that you knew when you were in that situation? My honest advice to anyone that is in a narcissist relationship or even think that they may be in a, a narcissist relationship is to literally just trust your instincts. Like literally just trust your gut feeling because everyone has a good feeling you can just tell when something isn't right and it's like with narcissists you can tell that something isn't right but unlike other people it's like they'll literally try and like manipulate your mind and make it seem like you're the one that's crazy like there's something wrong with you and that Mm -hmm. their actions are okay and that you're just perceiving it in a certain way like any red flags that you see in any relationship like oh i don't care how good they treating you i don't care how good the dick is i don't care what they find you like out like out asap Mm -hmm. and if you don't mind me asking what are you going to do with the journal now that you're out of the relationship well, now that I'm out of the relationship, I kind of plan on maybe starting an audio YouTube channel or maybe just like a video YouTube channel where I sit down and talk, mm-hmm. just giving advice to people that have been in a narcissist relationship or just people that may be in one searching for clues because when I was in a relationship, what I did and what I realized a lot of people do is you, you'll literally get online and you'll Google like, 
certain things that they do, like, oh, my husband left the stove on and blame me for it. And, like, yeah. you Google, like, like checking off the box. That? Right. And my husband did this to me. Like, you mm-hmm. Google stuff like this. So I just really want to use the, like, the knowledge and just the wisdom and the experience that I have dealing with the situation and just pass it on to other people. You are tuned into the Tribe T Podcast. With Niger, the voodoo child. Thank you guys so much for kicking it with us in the premiere. And I also just want to thank Leia a second time for telling her story. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what becomes of her journal. I know some of y'all might think it's weird that I ask about that, but I really do think the written word is very powerful. And I don't know, I'm just very interested to see where that goes. Uh, I just want to thank everybody in the YouTube premiere again. Thanks to everybody listening on Spotify, Apple, or if you're listening on, you know, shopvoodoochild.com. Thank you. (laughs) I don't really have a final thought for today. It is kind of late. But again, thank you. And I will see you guys next week with the season finale. Like, I can't believe it, but it's finally here. Uh, I will be doing auditions for season two. It will be exclusively call center related, okay? Yeah, just keep on the lookout for that. Go to shopvoodychild.com and become a member of the tribe so that you can be updated on when there will be a new casting call, okay? Thank you guys so much again and have an awesome night. Bye.